0: Welcome to another episode of On My Grown the Podcast. I'm your co host, Rodney Boyd.
1: I'm your other co host, Melanie Mitchell. And today we have with us Monique Mitchell. Hello, everybody. My sister. And, you know, she just celebrated her 29th birthday. (laughs) Throws glitter. Throws glitter. Throws glitter. So we have her on the show today. But first, before we get into our topic, we're going to talk about a couple current events going on
0: couple of happenings.
1: couple of happenings in the things and stuff. Um I'm going to start with the little older news. So we have a picture that was circulating last week of a certain teacher. And, you know, she was, you know, a black woman. Very, very attractive. She was, you know, standing on the little kid's carpet with little dots on, I guess, mm-hmm. where the kids sit. And her Instagram stuff went viral. It was like, oh, teacher bay, And then I was like, is she dressed appropriately for work? Or is this... You know, okay for her to wear, but I say, and everybody was in upright. Oh, y'all hating because y'all built like refrigerators. <laughs> y'all and built like Y'all <laughs> just jealous. And y'all work, you know, at Foot Locker, so y'all don't know what to wear to a real job anyway. And it just got like a lot on Twitter. And I'm just like, I hate being that guy, but I was totally that guy last week. So.
0: You were problematic.
1: I was being problematic. That's you know.
0: for, hey, welcome to the club.
1: You know, hey, problematic club. You know, I, <laughs> I can get problematic when I need to, but. How do y'all feel about it before I get into my spiel? Monique?
2: Um, I'll say as someone who is shapely and someone who works in corporate America, I have to be very careful about what I wear. Um, because someone who may not be built like I am, she could wear a tight skirt and a top and be just fine if I wore it. I would look like I was walking out of King Magazine. So I have to be very, <laughs> very, very careful. I think you have to uh, make good decisions when it comes to what you're wearing, especially with professionalism. And it's all about how you're shaped. And if you know you got a big butt and big thighs, you know you can't necessarily wear tight clothes because it's going to ride up. You're going to be able to see all your dents and your wrinkles. But if you're thin, you can get away with it. So I think it's all about fighting your battles and kind of picking like what looks good on you, but also what's professional and what's appropriate for your job.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I personally thought because they showed a series of outfits, like three or four outfits, and for the most part, everything she had on, I was like, all right, cool. You know, like if it was a little tight, she had a sweater or or a cardigan on. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, work clothes are expensive. I'm not gonna press nobody to spend more money on whatever they want, on whatever they. You know, I don't know her financial situation. But the one dress, like, the little pink, kind of real tight, you know, like...
1: A bodycon dress that you can get from an Instagram boutique. You know?
0: Okay, well, that yeah, dress. that one, I was like, yeah, that's not that's not appropriate to me. That was the one I'm like, <laughs> if I saw her, if I was dropping my son off, I'd be like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, and so that was my only thing. And then... They
1: got the pre let let out at the elementary school.
0: <laughs> and then, like, if you went and looked at her Instagram, she was kind of sending some mixed signals.
1: Mm-hmm. What signals? To make you sending? feel some type of way no, 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 I don't feel, no, no, she grown, I don't know
0: that woman, do her, but it was like, it was a mix between like, hey, I'm at the school, and I'm teaching, and I love, you know, giving to the youth, and it's like, I'm up here on, you know, Stone Mountain, I'm doing my thing, like, watch out, oh, we out at the beach, you know, doing, you know, doing yeah. it up, and I, and I, you know, we are multifaceted people, so it's, you know, it's like, okay, well, she has, you know, multiple sides, so when she goes on vacation, that's what she's doing, and when she's in the classroom, this is what she's doing, but I think, you know, just at, the fact that the profile was open, and then I don't know. I'm just very conscious about how I move. Mm-hmm. You know, as an African American, guilty
1: for making her page private or what? No, no, no. It no. also ca- came out that she was reprimanded by her boss, and it also came out that she's a paraprofessional, not an actual teacher.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: here's my spiel. <clears throat> it all comes down to professionalism, like Monique said. Like I get it, being body. You know, if you're gonna thirst trap, thirst trap. On it, I support thirst traps. Do it. Live your life, live your truth, but she having a whole body contrast. Like, ma'am, it's not it's not work appropriate. Period. Like the IT bay, who's on Twitter, also like she's you know has heads, booty, boom, bow, bow, whatever you know. But she has no white button up in a in a skirt. It's a pencil skirt. Granted, it fits in all the right places, but that's how she's built. Like she's not gonna go get a two X, yeah. so she doesn't make anybody feel bad for not being as built as she is. But she dressed appropriately. That's professionalism. Yeah. And, you know, she had a body con dress. That's the only one I had a problem with. Like, I don't agree with calling up to her job. And like, hey, you have a thought working at school. Like, that's just a <laughs> lot. But, you know, she had the jeans on. They fit nice. But that's, hey, that's how she's built.
0: I got some taste. You know, jeans. I only had
1: a problem with the body contrast. Everything else was, I mean, for the most part, was fine. Somebody had, like, a problem with her having her leg crossed in the mirror. I'm like, ain't nobody in the room. Like, the kids ain't right. finger painting.
0: Actually, I, w- I was wondering who's taking all these pictures. Like. Is there a student like, oh, I, I'll take the picture of Miss Tracelet. I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that one pass. That's another thing that,
1: that bothered me on Twitter because people were like, oh, her kids are in fourth grade. They don't even know about sex enough. Boy. Listen, <laughs> I went to public school. Folks who was borderline hunching in fourth grade, okay, they knew exactly what sex was, especially the ones that was kept back one or two times, but <laughs> the ones who mama held them back, everybody saying, oh, my mom helped me back. No, so you no, be good at sports. <laughs> yeah, just right. You know what a booty you do. Back. Okay, like, you, you know. Yeah, like in fourth if, grade,
0: I had a crush on a little girl. and oh, they were know. definitely
1: booty-grabbing fools in fourth grade, too. Like they uh, was
0: I was more civilized, so.
1: Oh, uh, nah, well, you from the suburbs. Yeah, it wasn't
0: much booty to grab. Well, I think. know, I speak
1: at South Miami Elementary, they was grabbing booty.
0: It was like, a lot of booty to grab in South Miami. <laughs> a, lot <laughs> it was a, lot. Booty, a
1: lot of booty to grab, a lot of punches that followed, too.
0: You know, the one thing you brought up was, like, I, I was thinking about, too, like, if I was a parent and I really did have an issue with her dress, as a father, I wouldn't know how to address it, because mm-hmm. as a man, I wouldn't feel right speaking to her, like, hey, you know, your dress was looking real tight the other day. You like to
2: have your wife you like, listen...
0: Cause, and apple
2: excuse and, me, and I'm all Ms. about
0: Johnson. I'm all about you know like black solidarity, so like I'm gonna talk to you before I go to your manager, mm-hmm. or you know you're you know the higher up, so i would was like so you're right, I would be like, hey, babe, but how do I tell my wife,
1: you know Julius little teaches. Rodney the
0: third <laughs> teaches kind of thick <laughs>
1: <True>. <laughs> but then but then it brings up
2: that that idea of if it was a somebody that was built that was thin.
1: It have no shape. Would that would you still find an issue with
0: that? Probably not, because I wouldn't. I mean, because
1: I would find it an issue because it's still not an appropriate dress. Whether you built like a refrigerator, if you, if you built like Buffy the Body, if you built like Taylor Swift, it's still not an appropriate dress to wear to work. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be as my question offensive is, or you wouldn't even notice. But
0: I don't think it would be a thing of is it appropriate. I would think it would. You know, at that point, as a person, you say I don't even look good on them, <laughs> and so you're <laughs> like, well, it ain't my place to tell them they can't dress, but
2: yeah. I
0: don't think that looked good on her, you know.
2: It's tough.
0: It's tough, you know. And I, I feel bad that we, as black Twitter, talk so much that this woman got reprimanded.
1: But I feel like another thing is, like, why cops at Lady Java? Clearly, if she's been posting these pictures in these club dresses, her boss see her walking the door. So, if they haven't said anything <laughs> by now... Then she should
0: be. He was like, probably, if was it was. a probably
1: dating a boss, sister. Then you probably never know. Child,
0: See, not I not, won't even say that about that sister. I that just day. think the brother was, he probably, you know, his wife probably built like an iPhone. And he like, you know, I like looking at Tracy when she come to work. <coughs> <Probably> <coughs> Make me want like to come a, to school every day. A, oh,
1: a <laughs> Galaxy Note 7 that keep on blowing up. And he just finally, nice see a nice young yeah, woman walking. Like, He's like, you know what? Go ahead, go ahead. You need an apple, some breakfast. I got it. Right. whatever you need, girl. Yeah, all right. She probably keeping the hope alive at that school. All these men unhappy in their marriages. And y'all can call and get that girl? Have y'all seen? Wait, hold on. Have y'all seen the Miss Charlene video? Do y'all watch You watch Miss Charlene? Yeah.
0: I've seen a few. She's, I haven't She's seen too many.
1: hilarious. But her fake grandson or grandnephew, Ron Tavius, his baby mama came up to the drive. <laughs> She's like, don't do that to my family. Do not come to his place of employment. I cried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't do we got to repost it
1: you, yes you have to do not come to people's place of employment that goes for black twitter period please stop calling people jobs because they have a different opinion like, <laughs> if, like well it, unless I they're racist egg sho- shells that work like, well hold on I unless they're racist because they, they got that
0: job. they got that one girl who put it on blackface oh yeah they oh, got yeah. her yeah. kicked out of school
1: give them say. racist the f up I yeah get. yeah
0: let but them know like different. it ain't it ain't going down like you be racist all you want but you're gonna lose your job,
1: right? But if, <coughs> but if I get on Twitter saying I don't like Popeye's, don't call my job. Like, <laughs> um, yeah,
0: she made <laughs> threats against the colonel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, she, she said she don't like spicy
0: eleven three herbs and spices.
1: So please get like, what I don't want to have to deal with that. Um, excuse me, we've seen some of your tweets. Wait, huh? huh that wasn't <laughs> that <missing. laughs> Mr. Kravitz. Mr. <laughs> 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 like, don't call it my job because of my Twitter, bro. Like, that's just so disrespectful. Unless I'm just sitting here. I don't even know what I would say. I'm
0: going to be honest. I had a Twitter beforehand that I'd never used, like, my actual picture. Mm -hmm. And so I I deleted it.
1: You know, you you just say, you know, stuff. Things that, you know.
0: And then with starting the podcast, I wanted a profile that I could put my face out there and, you know, Mm -hmm. people could connect to it. And so, yeah, I deleted my old one, started a new one, you know, just for that very reason. I still retweet some funny and maybe a few questionable things. And maybe I need to do better, but...
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm
0: in risk of losing my job.
1: When I get famous, I'm going to pray. have to have like an assistant or somebody I really trust to go through and filter my tweets. Because I don't want no old tweets coming up. Like People be like getting big now, then they say something like, oh, Beyonce's fat in 2008. And they bring it up. like, Oh, so yeah. you're talking about right. Beyonce? Right, yeah. Like,
0: cool. When they got a feature with Beyonce. <laughs> you know how like how
1: much trash <laughs> I've talked to in the past seven years I've been on Twitter and how many people I'm blocked by? Yeah,
2: you know, even now, I'm very like... Cognizant of things that I like post or re or retweet, yeah. Or even like a rival company to like who I work for, I'd be like, ooh, I probably shouldn't tweet that. So I'll just keep it to myself. Yeah, it's it's a very thin line. I mean, even on Instagram, like I like to go wild. I like to do this, I like to mm. do that. You be posting
0: your body kind of dress. Uh, so
2: you know, I like I like <laughs> tight clothes. We're just gonna say
0: okay. That. I like okay. Okay. Tight, okay. Really tight. it
2: ain't right, but I still have. And to according remember. to you
0: and Melanie, y'all are bodied.
2: Yeah, are. So we got a little something. Yeah. So I just have to be very careful because. You know I don't wear that stuff to work, but if somebody from my job, corporate bay, they're like, "Ooh, Monique." So I I try to, I try to find a balance. I also feel like as an adult, I can wear what I want to. If I want to go to the beach, I can put a picture up in my bikini. Do you
1: girl? girl.
2: Even though I kind of like take a couple steps back, Monique. Do you want to post that? What happens if your SCPC? That? Well, should you? I'll be like, "Mm." I
1: probably I'll do something a little bit more wholesome than wholesome. That's why we have like Facebook, you know, because you know on Facebook the church people on there, so you Your try mama to put friends on there. I just went out with a couple friends last night for drinks on Instagram. Had a blast with the crew. Turn up on Snapchat. What?
0: <laughs> we <Yeah>. faded. <laughs>
1: Snapchat go out a little bit more. Yeah, Snapchat is too. like. Where you just let free like that's the real. I
0: I love those different pictures. They use J.R. Smith. It's like him in a suit on Facebook. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe him like on you know on the court from Instagram, but then him like in a club shirtless <laughs> with the a Hennessy bottle. To they they of Hennessy.
1: <laughs> straight, y'all got some drinking Hennessy straight. I don't know how y'all do it, honestly. Hennessy, I just can't do it. Just have my stomach all. I
0: nah, respect my temple.
1: Respect it, <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drink Ronnie. Right
0: no, I drink, I just, I'm not, like, going to just drink Hennessy straight. I'm not a drinker, you know, like.
1: So, what do you do? How do you, how do you commence an turn?
0: What? What's your vice? What's my vice? Um, kicking it at the house with my crew. Like, I, I, was it Melanie? I was telling her Somebody else. So, I live with uh, two other guys, two of my pro fights. And, uh, you know, we all have young ladies in our lives. so Oh, look at God. It's I feel like it. like when we all get together, it's like an episode of Martin. We will drink. <laughs> we will drink. I just I'm not a drinker. Like there's some people that drink like every day. Like yo, we going out Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday. I never got that either. I I can't. Yeah,
2: I just did That I had a work retreat. You have to drink. Oh, we're going to the bar. Everybody get a drink. I'm
1: not drinking
0: until
1: yeah. November. Not with November.
0: y'all. Yeah, at work functions I'd be like, let me. No, nah, I'm not even. I'd be like, let me have a spray. I, I want to. I don't know. I just I'm very cautious and you know, like I can't move I, like y'all I, moving.
1: I barely. I try to like you know be that cool person during homecoming. And it's like, oh, you know, you got Wednesday turn up, Thursday turn up, Friday turn up, Saturday turn up. Like, about by, by Thursday night, I'm like, hold on, y'all. Like, whoo. Like, graduation, I was beat. Like, graduation night, I was like, I can't, I can't. The
0: last time I had a turn up like that was spring break. Because even for homecoming, freshman year, I didn't drink. Sophomore year, I was chilling. And then my junior and senior year, I, I was an outfit and I was stepping. Mm-hmm. And so our step show was Saturday night.
1: Oh, so, you don't show. get no
0: homecoming until after the step show.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. And that's about to, that's a game over by then. So, yeah, everybody yeah. tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like exhausted
0: that night because, for us, they've been drinking all day.
1: Yeah, step shows, we had one on Thursday, which is good. We had the whole weekend, like, to <laughs> celebrate, turn up, whatever. Then the Friday when we just like, you had to wake up and go to the game the next day. We was mad. We was like, F this, F homecoming, F the show. <laughs> I don't even want to turn up no more, like. It just ruins it. I feel like Thursday is the best. Like, people just getting in town. I don't
0: know. It could it could be good or bad because if you win, it's great. I'll bet we celebrating with the pro fights all weekend. We getting love all weekend. If you lose,
1: there like, they go. Are you my Neo? Uh, That's why like, I'm oh, I... Oh, y'all lost I, the show, right? Oh, okay. Bet. That's why I like my first, our Neo, our first Neo, we had three Neo homecomings. <laughs> but um, the first Neo one... 2013, we won the step show, so it was like we were invincible. Yeah, like, love. yeah, it was mm. just like, hey, y'all won, congratulations, thank you so much, Profite from 91. Like, oh, it was so nice to meet you. <laughs> Next song <I'm> coming, hey, <laughs>
0: hey, <laughs> I had one last year, though, it don't count. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, it don't count. So, on the in- Instagram, pay attention to bottle alert and stuff, you have a new beef with the game and Meek Mill, and I don't know who side I have. Because the game, like, granted, he's attractive, but he's always starting something with somebody, and it's just like, come on. And then Meek Mill is Meek Mill.
0: So I feel like I feel like the game is going to win this one.
1: So what is the basis around the beef? I, I actually have you. no clue. It's something with, like...
0: Involving Sean Kingston.
1: <laughs> Sean Kingston. First off, it's Sean Kingston.
0: Where did he but, come from?
1: <laughs> so Sean Kingston, and something happened when somebody stole his chain, and then Meek Mill... Told who did it, and the game caught him a snitch and said Nikki need to be with him, and blah blah blah. Honestly, at this point, Nikki ain't going nowhere because she'd have been loved. Yeah, I, j- I just Excuse feel me. like your day, Nikki Minaj. I mean, you, you you you've reached the pinnacle. Just go be with her.
2: Go you just sit life. there. Talk all
1: these people. Right, you know, just sit there, be with Nicki Minaj, don't say nothing. You don't really need to release nothing. I mean,
0: <sighs> be on his safari.
1: Be on safari, honestly, Nikki kinda needs Safari. Nikki really came out with nothing since. Like, she kinda needs Safari. Like, she needs her Quentin well, Miller back. Safari's
2: gonna start wearing those um fur jackets in LA
1: like and speaking Patois neck. and yeah. But I love him though. I feel like, like I feel music. like Safari didn't have a voice until he broke up with Nikki. Like I didn't even know, like Safari's everywhere now. It's almost like with Amber Rose. Like I didn't know what Amber Rose's voice sounded like until she, she broke up with Kanye. Okay. And now it's like Safari's just
0: Yo, but the thing about Safari that had me r- cracking up was uh, Lil Duval <laughs> posted a video on Instagram saying, like, Safari got on stage and just start pop-locking. He was like, no one asked him to do this. Like, he's just on stage. I
1: feel like he's just finally happy to be, like, I'm out of the shadow. He's like, I'm, I'm no I'm longer safari. in Nicki's purse. I can go be great. He'll be out in the way. Safari.
2: Yes, I love him. I watch Love and Hip Hop. It's my guilty pleasure. That is, look, that's one of my vices. I look forward to see him every Monday. I plan on watching him this week, and I'm going to get my life from him because he's so funny. I got to pay Love him and Hip Hop a small and cocoa butter. I mean, it doesn't get better than that.
0: It does. I every does. time I watch Love and Hip Hop, I, I be sitting there like, with my roommate like? I hate that I watch this. This is just not good for our oh, community." God. I love how ignorant they are
1: about. <laughs> I want them to bring Flavor of Love back. When they bring that back, that's when I'll be tuned in to BHW. Yo,
0: Safari should show. get a show like that. Ooh.
1: Safari of Love. like a The Jungle, jungle of Love. Take yeah. You can ride on Safari. Ooh.
0: Mm. Safari, get Go at with, us. We'll, we'll have your here. people call our people. I
1: like that. i
2: will be tuned in either way. Anything? Would more you exciting. be a contestant I'm, on I'm it? I need Flavor of well, Love. Would I be a contestant? That. Absolutely
1: not. you got to executive
2: <laughs> producer. I mean, work on the show. I just be cute with the clipboard. Cute and hanging around, but I'm... I'm not gonna be honest.
1: What's going on Safar? <laughs> Safari needs his um Fiji water.
2: You know, she's water.
1: And then mm-hmm. he ends up falling in love with you and you didn't have to win the competition. you <laughs> In the, the finale. So who gonna get this last clock? Actually, neither of y'all. The executive producer caught my eye <laughs> <laughs> oh bring it in. Bye. I'm not going to the wedding. I ain't going, I'm sorry. We all have a fur, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get <laughs> hot real easily. I'll be hot flashing. I can't be doing the fur. Mm. Got some cocoa bread, some rice and peas, some oxtail, some i You know, I need some American food on the
0: side. Cool. Just give me some. Yeah, all that spice, yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh, I'll take a Jamaican patty though. Okay. Give me a two couple of beef patties, and some you know, I got Bahama you. Mama. That'll be good.
0: All right. Um, let, we've spent enough time. Well, actually, Let's I wanted let me let me say my my theory on why the game is going to win this. He got more money than me. So Meek can't out money him. You he, think so? He has more money than me. Me yeah. got like two million. I mean, it's more than I got. But I
1: don't think he got more than two million. No,
0: I. It's like two, three million, if that. He maybe have been. He got
1: on an allowance.
0: Yeah, he may have been saving some money since like he been you know shacking up with Mick, Nikki. I'm sure she's you know kind of. Mm-hmm. You think they split the bills evenly? Uh-uh. Nah. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> Like don't worry, Meek, I got
0: you. <laughs> and then they both like from a thug gang background, so he can't out thug them. Like with Drake, he was like, "Yo, you not real. Like I'm hard. I'm from the streets." The game is a real thug. Yeah, the game is like, I'm over it. you know. So, and then the game got bars. People underestimate the game's bars.
1: I feel like Meek has bars. It just wasn't. He. Just wasn't I can't
0: ever hear him because he always like, yelling.
1: braids, and people just.
0: He just be yelling at Cable me, and I don't and I don't appreciate that. I need somebody who communicates. The were nappy; they
1: weren't even like neat, like Trey Songz. I braids. think the braids have discredited his talent. I think. Have you seen the movie Streets? It's on Netflix. But no, Streets a good movie now. It wasn't bad, but the braids. Was good. But the his braids.
0: braids was messed up there.
1: Did you have you seen Streets? No. It's on. You, you have, have to go watch it. it. It's still it's on good. Netflix. Don't. It it's right next to Snow in the Bluff. Snow in the Bluff
0: was my movie. Man, maybe we should do that for a real remark
1: down with you know his baby mama ain't dead by the way she's not dead <laughs> and so they made the whole movie you know, a farce <laughs> they
0: brought the, they brought the cast to uh, morehouse the year it was released
1: wow to say what i don't know stay in school and out of the bluff even though the school is basically in the bluff, bluff.
0: yes yeah, i mean it's close to the bluff but we don't be in there it's it's you um like parked in the bluff to, it's, go
1: to like the sub show one year
0: it's um privileged kids that buy heroin that go in the bluff they be getting robbed like that. That with that depiction of like them coming in looking for drugs, like that's a real issue. The Bluff is having.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, anyway. All right. All right. Let well, me anyway. not say too much for the Bluff. Come find me. Oh, speaking of hip hop, I did the Hip Hop Awards. This okay. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Um, I'm not going to tell you about the show because <laughs> confidentiality, Y'all can wait till October 4th when it airs. When ninth. Dang it! until
0: well, October
1: 4th. One of them days. Whatever. It's going to come on BT. But I had really like a really good time. Um, I had big crib. I'm a talent escort, so, like, I'll, I'm not a prostitute. Talent escort isn't, I help the talent, <laughs> you know, get to where they need to be for um, the show, rehearsal, dressing, whatever. Uh, I don't work for BET full-time, by the way, um, just to clear that up. <laughs> but I had a really wandering. good time, uh, you know, I saw some really cool people. I didn't see uh, my bae in my head, um, Shameek Moore from Dope. He was there? He was there. He, like, presented. And I couldn't see him. Like, I did not lay my eyes on him physically.
0: He probably heard and you was hurt, there. And it was... hurt
1: my feelings a little bit. But, um, you know, he came a long way from Dope. He's also in the get down. Where he yeah. just really glowed up. He got that facial hair. Got the little hair going. And I feel like they tried to really, like, define him for Dope so we could take him seriously with a little fade. But now it's just like, mm, he's just a man. How old is he? I feel like he's, like, 23. I feel like he's older than me. He might be older than me. So, I hate when Hollywood tries to, like, make somebody less fine to get a point across. Like, in Deliverance from Eva. Because we were talking about this earlier. Like, Mel Jackson is one of, like, the finest actors to me. Yes. Mel he Jackson, played, who's He that? played Samuel, the, um, the petty ex-boyfriend in, in Soul Food. Remember? Oh, Burst, yeah, Burst, yeah, Burst, yeah, Burst, yeah Burst, Like, yeah, he was yeah. so fine. But then he, in Deliverance from Eva, he was, like, goofy with glasses. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. Cut off the facial hair. It's like, um... Samson's hair in the Bible like you cut off a facial hair that's yeah. all the glory leaves I feel like Hollywood does that a lot and I don't like it I don't like it I don't you, know are, you like have
0: literally like two examples
1: uh, Two. okay I, I mean I didn't have time to sit here and think of all of okay. them but that was like the biggest one like people don't realize how fine he is
0: okay maybe people just don't find him fine maybe it's just you maybe you have a weird taste
1: I first off I don't <laughs> second off
0: <laughs> I'm just saying like These people
1: are actual fine like where first off where is no Jackson? Has he been
0: in anything since delivery? His his oh, his time period in some, like T V one movies His something. time period is past. Like he was like mid nineties to like early two thousands. Like you saw him in everything.
1: What else was he in? Those are the only two things I know Maybe that he was in. Ford commercial or
0: something like <laughs> he um he was in a bunch of little black movies, little raggedy black movies. There's actually a movie he was in, um, Uninvited Guests with Mackay Pfeiffer. Is that on Netflix? It's on Hulu.
1: I that about I like you I just gotta it. watch
0: it you just gotta watch it i
1: watched that too it scary okay.
0: it's no scary. it's a thriller
1: oh. black thrillers are always so corny to me like have y'all seen the um the Marcus and Omarion scary movie like somebody oh, help me yeah and it's just like <laughs> really Omarion and Marcus Easton. can y'all
0: Duh, we gotta do you guys serve cause this oh
1: my god how do we not think of that we gotta do you guys serve
0: cause there's so many times I've been watching that movie like <laughs> I'm mad at them Steve Harvey <laughs>
1: What are you do? Dan Flick did a perfect job of spoofing that movie. Like it was, it was to a T when he when he took the hat off and they came <laughs> oh, up with it. Catch up oh, the back. <laughs> when the teacher it was beatboxing, <laughs> yes, my favorite part of the entire movie. Oh my god, we were like screaming in the theaters. oh good times.
0: Okay, but um, anyway, so we have a guest here.
1: Yes, we have Monique. We've been sitting here talking. Like she's not here for a reason. Like she just owned the show. But um. Yes, we have Monique here today. And like I said, she just celebrated her 29th birthday. So she's in the last year of her 20s. So we're just going to reflect on the last, you know, nine years of your 20s. As you embark on the last 300, well, now it's like 360, three days? 60. Until you, you're 30 years old. <laughs>
2: 30. I know. Yikes. They so. got to look a day over 20, 23,
0: 24. Ooh, All right. Okay. With that. Can I just say something? This has really been, like, grinding my gears about black folks. I'm not saying about you. Uh, Because Melanie looks worried. You look concerned. I
1: I knew something about my No, no, no. No, it's not. No, no, no.
0: I'm tired of y'all putting up these pictures of these celebrities talking about something. Black don't crack. But y'all sitting up there eating Popeyes every day. Eating all the sugar. Like, Mm -hmm. got diabetes and all. Like, black... Don't crack when you take care of yourself. Y'all got to exercise. Let you got to eat something. right.
2: We went to Cheddar's yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Monique is so terrible
1: for this. I just, and you this know, I so have weird.
2: changed my lifestyle. I'm very health conscious. Monique is a I food shamer. Everything that I eat, I am a certified food shamer because...
0: Ooh, I need very... to get my license.
2: And let me tell you, this <laughs> black queen, first of all, she had a daiquiri.
0: <laughs> Wait, she and had, cheddar? Oh, yeah, a no, cheddar? She had yeah.
2: daiquiri. She had... I saw them refill her cup twice for sweet tea. So she had a daiquiri and sweet
1: tea, by the way.
2: Daiquiri and sweet tea. She then had, you know, they had these nice buttered croissants. So good. They had two orders of croissants. So that means she had two croissants. That alone is at least 700 calories. But let me get to the pasta that she had. It was filled with milky goodness. Mm. Good. And guess what it, it was topped with? She had a side of fried chicken tenders. <laughs> and she was dipping in the pasta. I couldn't eat my food. I can't ask my sister. I was like, Are y'all watching
1: this? As I'm trying to mind my black business and <laughs> eat my food.
2: As I was eating my salmon and my carrots and my broccoli, I'm like, God, My community, we have to do be better.
1: Let her dip her chicken fingers in that. And her, then they had a little
2: girl done, them, she had to be 12. She was as big as her mom, <laughs> and she was eating just as much as them. And I'm thinking to myself, God, you don't know what that's doing? Chicken fingers fried, it had to be at
1: least four. <laughs> That's like twelve hundred calories, and the pasta already has meat in it. She had a four thousand calorie dinner.
0: Probably was hungry after that.
1: I mean, probably had a little dessert. But honestly, like all jokes aside, people, we really do have to take care of ourselves. What we're we're
0: gonna have a nutritionist because our black is gonna crack. Yeah, y'all black is gonna look broke, busted, and disgusted. Y'all keep sitting here eating all this fast food.
1: Gotta drink some water. Gotta. I did eat like a a pig this weekend, but it's the weekend. But I'm I'm getting back.
0: Everything in moderation, man. You know, like it like moderation. I said, like when yep. when you can't, like I, when I joked and said I respect my temple. Like a reason I don't drink a lot is just th- everything that we know about liquor is is pure poison to our body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we just, I mean, so I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 but I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, I'm tired yeah, so of us. I'm tired. We got to make
1: sure our back don't crack, but we have to take that the. Their black isn't cracking because they take care of themselves. Right. Like Angela Bassett probably drinking lemon water.
0: Man, she wake pepper. up every morning and had a little mixture of some apple cider vinegar, Got some cayenne it. pepper, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some lemon. A little cup of water. Throw and it that's back.
1: that's why she look good. You Her know? and
0: Courtney B. Vance be drinking it up. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, looked, my God. I want to know what Bianca Lawson is on because that that now that black ain't cracked at all. Yeah. Like, that to look good. She <laughs> look my age, and she about 40-something. She been playing a teenager since, but folks say the last dance. Yeah. So she looks great now. That's the block that ain't cracked. Okay, but go ahead. Yeah. Sissy.
2: Um. Yeah. So I just turned twenty nine. Um. And I can't believe that my twenties are almost over. I remember your sixteenth birthday like it's it was yesterday. Kind of scary. I went. You know that devil called the Facebook. Uh. App. He's mm. reminding me of seven years ago today. Ten years ago, I'm like, oh my god! I'm about to join Facebook ten years ago, and
0: I'm like, I was about to say, like, wow. that's kind of crazy that Facebook has one been around that long. It's been around twelve years, I guess. Oh
2: yeah. yeah. And it then that cool. you've had
0: one, uh, I'm like, yeah, and I and I waited so
2: that's got when college, you had to get a college, so you had to have a college email. email to get. A oh Facebook yeah, I mean, that's the highlight of my college career. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fam, but I'm on Facebook, so y'all hit me up trying to add friends. I was on my sister's Facebook trying to like look at people.
0: That's back when Facebook was like.
2: Exclusive. Exclusive.
0: Yes, it was exciting. Yeah, it,
2: it was good. You know, on Facebook? What? Get on Facebook. Now it's like, oh, Facebook, but... I
0: think my mama never on Facebook.
1: I don't want
2: to... Well, my mom have one, thank God, but my yeah. dad had two.
1: He did have two um, Facebooks, and so, so from both.
2: You know... Your 20s is probably the most magical time of your life. Of course, each decade is but your 20s is like when you really get to like... It's a great transitional period. It's a transitional period. You get to find yourself. You get to cultivate what you want to do. You get to meet people. You get to find relationships, especially if you went to college. Like, all of my close friends, I met them in college. I met them at like the top of my 20s. When I went to college, I was 18, about to turn 19. Okay. And when I look back on that 19-year-old till now... It's a completely different person. I'm from Miami. I went to a very multicultural high school. It was probably in the whole school. I had like maybe 50 people in my class. Only five of us were black. And going to HBCU, not that I was scared of black people, but I was a little like, oh my God. My mom went to a family party and I had a panic attack because there were so many colors around. And I literally had to be taken back home from the party, back to my dorm, and I was just like, this is too much. Really? And now, if I'm not around people that look like me, I'm like, oh, I gotta go home. Right. <laughs> I, I can't relate to nobody. <laughs>
0: Tired of this, um, uh, but I think one of, the biggest so mix a lot. Thing,
2: one of the biggest things I learned in my 20s and even now is to always be yourself. I remember my 20s, tw- not that I wasn't myself, but you know, you kind of like water yourself down or you don't want to be too much or you trying mm-hmm. to fit in with other people especially if you're trying to be Greek or if you're trying to get an SGA you kind of it's easy to adapt other people's personalities but in your 20s it is so important to be authentic and because if you're not while you're finding yourself you'll be the best version of everybody else not the best version of yourself and I know a lot of people that I still don't know who they are because they don't they don't know they, don't, they know don't know themselves but you have to really take your time to get to know yourself, those times that you cried at night or you didn't get what you wanted to do or, yeah. you know, you made yeah. mistakes, all those things, all those things are a part of making you who you are. So you have to embrace those those moments in your life because that' what you get to be where you are today. I, I mean, it took me a long time to be here, but I was just talking to my sister yesterday. I feel like God has given me. I've been through so much stuff. It's just made me a better person. Like, literally nothing phases me. Oh, so she doesn't like you. Oh, okay. Well, I, I've been there before. I've been far more by less. So, what's next? Oh, God! I like you felt you—you know—you didn't—you didn't get into the program. Oh, well, been there, done, done that. Done that. Hello. I mean, oh, you—you know—you didn't get into the program. Okay, well, I'll just try again next year. Think like, those are things that come along with your twenties. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing I've learned.
1: I that really resonated with my soul, like. And then people will be mad at you, and you know for who you are, or you know what you do. Like, oh, you just do this, or oh, you just be on Instagram. Oh, you care about social media, blah blah blah. But they don't know everything you have going on. They don't know the steps that you took, or you know why, or that you cry yourself to sleep at night sometimes, or that how much you prayed to get this, or just anything that you, your struggle. They don't know your full story, so mm. they're gonna talk about you. They're gonna hate you, like. And especially like in jealousy is really, really real. Like oh, absolutely. like growing up, your mom, like when you had a problem with anybody, she'd just be like, Oh, they just jealous. <laughs> you think that's just your mom be a mom, but people really be out here like jealous, like mad and malicious and try to really destroy you. And it's sad. And the only thing you can really do is just keep on being you. Like, you know, people talk about you and the best thing you can do is just prove to them, like, first off, I ain't gonna change for nobody. That's first and foremost. And second off, Not only am I going to do what you hate that I'm doing, I'm going to do it so well, and people are going to love me for it, and you just going to keep on sitting there and being mad. Like, if I'm going to be on social media all day, you're going to complain about it. Not only am I going to be on social media even more, I'm going to get paid to do it, and I'm going to create a brand off of it, and I'm going to be well-known for it, because I'm going to make you sick about it, just for me being me, and that's what I'm marketing is myself. I can't be nobody else but myself, and I'm so glad Mm -hmm. I, I learned how to... Embrace myself and be unapologetically me. unapologetically did I say it right?
0: No, you didn't. But unapologetically me. Unapologetically. The, best, the
1: worst thing you can do is be bad at being yourself. Ooh.
2: So if you're not yourself, then who you gonna be? <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: Can't be her, can't be him, can't be them. Yes.
2: That's probably my biggest lesson.
1: Um something else I learned
2: is to get out of your own way. You know how many times you have like psyched yourself out of stuff, like in your mind, you're like, dang it, I really want to do this, but you, you ain't gonna do it. You got no time. You got no money. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised how much you get in your way. Even now, I mean, I'm, I just, I'm fresh. I'm a fresh 29. There's so many things I'd be like, oh, I really want to do that, but then I psych myself out of it. Well, girl, you got no time. Like, I want to start a YouTube channel. It's like, well, girl, how you gonna start it? Where you gonna, where you gonna, um, that? How you gonna edit? it? How you gonna put it together? It's just like, I'm just go do it. Yeah. Figure, figure it out along the way. Um, so many times we discourage ourselves, we can be our biggest hindrance. We can be mm-hmm. like, our biggest critic. But if you get out of your own way, you can do so much. I mean, all these things I have been through, and that has probably been not being myself and getting in my own way and discouraging myself. Those are probably some of the biggest hindrances that have kept me from getting to like the next level of right. where I wanted to be.
0: So, just real quick to that, um, I mean, this podcast is an example. This podcast was birthed during a time, um, you know, I was kind of depressed. I I was lacking. I felt I was lacking purpose. And, you know, one thing that kept me going was I would go to the gym. You know, I was like, if anything, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to accomplish something. So I feel accomplished. And so I got tired of listening to the same music every day. So I would start listening to podcasts. I'm like, man, it's really people out there just talking about whatever. And I was like, I think I have something worth offering. And then you know, it's like like you said, I was conflicted with myself. Well, mm-hmm. I don't. I got a thousand thousand followers, maybe. You know, what am I going to do? And, and and so you know, it's like I really just kind of. Then I took a step back and said, God, I think this is something I can do. Help me put those pieces together. And then my second thing was, if you have a story, you know, because I know you have said you've been through a lot. For our listeners in that, you know, they don't know you. Is there a story you can that can kind of illustrate maybe one or two of those points just so they can they can sit back? Because I know, you know, when I go to church and everything, it's like when somebody tells you a story, it's like, man, I've been there. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I want our, our, our listeners to get is understand, like, we're really not alone. And I think so many times in a black community especially, we do things so isolated because that's just how we've been trained.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's see. I, I think about a career one. That this
0: is out. an interview. You know how they say, can you give an example of one time there was a team conflict and you resolved it?
2: You got to use star method? I think of one. Um, I remember right when I graduated from college. Okay. Um, and I was looking for a job. I graduated in the fall.
0: What year was this? Oh, God. I'm uh, sorry. I, I didn't, I guess, th- no, but you it's told right. your age. all right.
2: Uh, it was 2011.
0: I just, I just want, because, you know, the economy and everything, like that, that helps frame the story for people. Yeah, that's Go ahead.
2: Okay, so I graduated 2010. It was, we were now in a 2011, I was looking for a job, you know, I was used to being like the star student in mm-hmm. the School of Journalism, I'm in SGA, I'm doing all this stuff. Oh, Monique, she's so awesome, she's so amazing. Man. And so I remember I was looking for a job, straight out of school, and the thing about broadcast, getting jobs on broadcast, it is no, it, it ain't no ho. Like, you don't have no, no real, you ain't gonna get no job, people not hiring you, and making making, pinching pennies, you ain't gonna make no money. So I remember I kid up my friend, um... I forgot her name, but I hit it my friend. I like, you know, trying to get to a program. I'm trying to get
1: into <laughs> <laughs> a
2: program. And she was like, oh, you know, you should, have, you should apply for the NBC page program. And I was just like, mm, I guess I was like, but it's in New York where I'm going to live. New York is so expensive. I ain't got no money. I'm probably not going to get in because I had tried to get an internship there in college. I, like, got all the way through the interview process. We know, we think we're going to go with somebody else.
0: You get that email. That email. <laughs> we regret <were> <laughs> okay. Thank you for applying, so I'm like, but. I'm
2: oh, I'm not, not going to apply for the program. I applied for the page program. It literally was the last thing that I applied for. I was just, I just did it for good match. I was like, I ain't going to get in. I ain't got no money to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to stay. Psych- I'm behind See, the that's the
0: psyching yourself out yeah, part. Go I ahead. I
2: myself out. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to get it. I want you to know that. I interviewed these people. Even during the interview, I was like, "I ain't gonna get this." I mean, I was just, talk- I was just talking and up. The them me
0: some of the best interviews. You like, you just let it and all. Was,
2: out. I was just like, "All right, well, yeah, this I'm Monique. I go to FAMU. Yada, yada, cool." These people hit me up a couple of weeks later. How would we like to interview you in New York? Not knowing, a couple of weeks before I went to, before I got the car back, I got into a horrific accident. Mm. Me and my last sister, she towed up my car. I never forget. I was on 155. Was you, on you mad at her? You just passed by that mad. yesterday.
1: We were just like every time I passed by that McDonald's. It I'm was like, tragic.
2: I mean, we were driving from. I was moving from Atlanta back to. I mean, from Tallahassee back to Atlanta. And I forget how, but it was she hit me from the back. I had a car in front of me. I was in the middle. I had on one shoe in the street. My car was smoking. Green stuff was oozing down the street. I was like devastated. Keep in mind, I had an interview for the job, and I was just. I still was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get to New York. I can't, you know. So my car's total. I get this fat check for this car. I mean, barely had any miles on it. Okay. So not only do, now do I have money to go to New York. Oh, wow. I got a bunch of money to go to New York. <laughs> I go, for, I, the same money I fly to New York for the interview. They call me back within three hours to offer me their position mm-hmm. I had 13 days to move to New York. So because I had gotten in my own way of thinking I couldn't do it, I didn't believe that it could be done yeah. until God showed me that it could be done and that it was done that crazy? I what a mighty like, guy Research. I, I was good enough. I was like, well, I don't have all this experience that they're looking for. I mean, it's New York. I'm going to live on the floor. I stayed at my profile on the floor for three months in Queens. She made me a little bedroom behind a bookcase. I was living on an air mattress. Pallet. <laughs> Pallet. I had me a little, you know, metro car. I'm going in and out of the city and I'm getting my own place in Harlem. Well, I had roommates, but, you know, mm. my own living space. But that's like I always think about that. Even when I'm like I don't believe in myself or I think I can't do it, I always think about what God has already done. Okay. Because
1: if he did it before, then He'll
0: do it again. Same
1: it again. God. Todd Tribbett, same God, um if he did it before. I sit and cry to that song. I can't even listen to gospel when I drive because I be done crash my look up. the Cobb Jesus did the wheel. <laughs> I cannot. I can't listen to the cops in the car. It's too heavy. But that listen, that must seed faith could get you. Fine.
2: Gotta got get out of your own way. You'd be surprised how much you could do. Just gotta put your mind to it. I'm telling that you. That just
1: reminded me of a story. Can I tell a story? Is it? No. No. It's not your show. I would just, Go ahead, Nick Y'all really gonna <laughs> me like to add a little testimony too. Like I tell you a little testimony. No, because now y'all feel like Okay, no, it just reminded me of, see, maybe somebody wants to hear my testimony. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Yes, your, yes, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, shut up,
1: <laughs> But, <clears throat> so, yeah, I have a similar testimony from just me being in IT. Like, when I came to college, I was an IT student, information technology. My mom was like, girl, go ahead. They're giving you money. Like, it wasn't that much money because I'm out of state. and it was like, barely put a dent in my tuition. But it was like, they're going to give you some money, give you a little check. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try. I want to do journalism, but I guess I am kind of good with computers. You know, I got in. Yo, know, I,
0: uh, real quick to that. Parents' idea of good with computers is totally different than right. what was what required. Oh, you're good with yeah, oh right. babe. Every time it slowed down,
1: you speed it back up, baby. I just knew the <laughs> password to the cable <laughs> parental guys. And she's like, Mel, you know you good with computers, not going to do it for for your career. Um Okay. Yeah. So I got in and my first three days of class, I'm just like, This ain't it. I don't like it. And I and then I you know, I took the Web design class. I got a little B. I was like, all right, I'll take it. The next semester I had to take C++. I said, no. Yeah, no, nah, C++ it. ain't. This like is it. not it. I'm not doing this. So, like, I changed my major. Oh, wow. And I changed it to my, I, ch- I changed my minor to PR. And then junior year, I changed my whole major to PR. But I kept IT as my minor. But I was taking major classes all that time. So, I got advised my first semester of junior year. And she was like, okay, well, you have 97 credits to complete in order to graduate with a PR degree. And I said, well, wait Wait a minute. I'm not going to graduate. I'd still be in school as we speak if, <laughs> if I would have stayed in PR. So I was like, let me just take my little rack of detail back over to IT, get my little degree, and figure it out. And one day I got a phone call about someone looking for someone in IT, you know, who wasn't about to graduate and stuff, and they had an internship opportunity. I was like, I'm going to do it because my mom said I need to start taking care of myself. You know, I I can't just keep on living off my net check like this. So <laughs> I took it, and I was like, I have no idea. Like, I was excited And, again, I didn't have nowhere to stay in Jacksonville. You remember, it was an opportunity to move to Jacksonville for this um, internship. I came in. It wasn't even an interview because I already basically had the job. So just, like, come see the office and what you're going to do. I was so excited. I'm like, this is, like, my first job. So I had to move to Jacksonville, you know, at the end of May. And I'm just like, I don't know anybody in Jacksonville, how I'm going to live there. And my mom's best friend knew this other pastor who was in Jacksonville. And she was like, well, she'll let you say She lived by herself, blah, blah, blah. So this lady took me and didn't know me from a can of paint. And I had somewhere to stay. I used to ride the bus every day. I, to I told this story about me riding the bus every mm-hmm. day, like, every 6 o'clock in the morning. And I got to my job, and I'm like, okay, I'm here, but I get seasoned on my classes. So how am I about to fit in in IT? And it, it ended up working out, and I ended up, you know, passing with Flying Colors. With my internship presentation, and here I am today working in this career, you know, making good money. I have benefits and all this stuff. But had I not, you know, just went ahead with it and psyched myself out like Monique said, because I was like, I don't know. How to program? I don't know how to do all this. This is the same thing I'm doing in class, which I get C's in, mm-hmm. and be- begging for a C at that. <laughs> and I'm in at work, and I'm really doing a good job. Then I got back to class in, in the fall and was back to where It, it didn't translate. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. It didn't and I tell you, that's saw I see in my my report card this last semester after I graduated, I could have cried. I've never been so happy to see the letter C in my life because <laughs> <laughs> I was the day of graduation. I was in the office like, look, you failed me last semester and had to pay out of pocket for these classes. Just pass me. Like, I will leave you alone. Please just pass me. So I'm
0: doing you mind. a favor. I'm trying to get out. Listen,
1: if you don't pass me, I'll be back here. So you might want to pass me. We
0: talked to seeing each but other. But
1: here I am with a job. So, uh, to unnamed teacher who tried to fail me twice. But I'm here. But tell them thank you. Cause thank you.
0: Right. Because they could forgot, go back. But you still
1: failed me once. Huh. So I ain't got over that. But you, you passed me the second time. Because okay. you didn't want to deal with me. If I had to harass you a little bit more the first time. You would have got it. If you listen to this and you in school harass your teachers. All right, go ahead. Um, another good point is don't be afraid
2: to fail and make mistakes. Yeah. You learn so much from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I can think about all the times i make at work, with relationships, with people. All those mistakes that I've made have taught me so much about myself, how to deal with people. It's kind of like a blueprint to, like, don't F up again. Yeah. Do it better next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggest lesson I've learned, um, another one, is to cultivate real relationships with people. I think about the thing about relationships, especially in this like social media um, world. You put two comments under somebody's picture, and that is your sis. Hey, sis. No, Mm-mm. it's not your sis. Like, you need real relationships. People that's gonna pray with you. Mm. People that's gonna cry with you. People that are gonna, you ain't have no money. I know I hope my real friends are, because I got their bank information in my bank account. Like, I'll be like, oh, girl, I'm with this one point. Oh, I just need, can you just give me $10? <laughs> I'll give it right back. Oh, crack at you. I mean, I need to send to your email, your phone number, how I need to send to this quick pay. Like, those are real people that you have in your corner. They're so important. My sister tagged me this thing on Facebook today about all you need is two or three good friends. Yeah, <laughs> you need a whole lot of people. No, no,
0: no.
2: When you have good people on your squad, there's literally nothing you can't do. We live in a society where people are jealous of you for the smallest things. Mm-hmm. People try to put their insecurities off on you and make okay. you feel bad for feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. So you need people that are going to... Always be there when you having a bad day, right? And they just be like, right, let's let's go. You like to work out? Let's go work out. We're gonna mm-hmm. figure it out. Uh, you hungry let's let's go get something to eat. You know, I know you've been struggling, I sent you a calendar, I sent you a book or an agenda book. Hey girl, you know, I saw the script I thought about you. you know, whatever you need, like those are the type of people that you need to help get you to the next level. And if you don't have like an amen squad or amen corner or a squad, you won't flourish. Like you need good people on your on your team in order to keep going. Um, another one, so important to operate in excellence. Listen to a sermon by Tori Roberts yesterday. He literally put everything like into perspective for me. Um, and I, I imagine that most people are spiritual, you know, God blesses us. He gives us favor, but the favor in your life can't work if you don't operate in excellence. Okay. If you don't do your best, to be the best, if you mm. don't invest in yourself, if you don't use your tools, like if you don't know something, let's like say you want to switch your career, you can say, God, I want to work in marketing. Okay, God will give you a job in marketing, but what are you going to do to get to the marketing mm-hmm. job? What are you going right. to invest in yourself? You know, you can't ask God for a job and you don't want to go to work. Mm. You can't ask God to give you, you know, money. To, Is it Sunday? To, I'm just trying to tell
0: you. Wednesday night must be. It's the
2: things I learned. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, you can't go ask God, to, you know, to, to give you money for food, but you won't learn how to cook. <laughs> or you won't learn how to,
0: you know, use Uber Eats to get something
1: to eat. Nah, you know what I mean? Nah. Like you get a for Uber Eats. You, can't, you,
0: know, you don't you dip can't your allow, tenders in the pasta properly. You
2: can't wait for God to give you something and you won't you won't do what you got to do. So basically faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead and you have to, but your works have to be excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't can't be, mediocre. be mediocre
0: works.
1: Can't be mediocre.
2: Jesus can't didn't
0: do- turn water into Juicy, juicy. Bad wine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I'm and I'm joking. I'm, I was joking, but if you really go back and read that 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 story of that miracle, they it, at the time they said, "Wow, this wine that we're having now is amazing. It's so much better than the wine we had earlier." Mm-hmm. And I thought they brought out the best wine at the beginning. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you know, like she's right. Like Jesus, he didn't make mediocre wine. He made he, he gave, gave he us gave the, the best way, wine. The best of the
2: best. Yeah. So, God's giving you best,
0: you got to, to give,
1: give your guys, best. Your best, so best can work Okay. To tell. Just I a, thought I, I mean, was grown.
0: I, I didn't know I, a, would, I would get something. To
1: do. <laughs> I've been living a little try to t- try to get this little substance on my grown. Right.
2: Growth. You know, and the last thing. Oh, don't get be afraid look. to glow up. Mm. That glow up is real. Two episodes <laughs> ago, what we ta- what we talking about? Glowing pain. Mm. I'm just saying, the glow up is real. If you want to do something, ain't nobody stop you but yourself. If you want to be fine, stop drinking a gallon of water today and start working out. If you want Man, to learn.
0: I'm a, a testimony in
2: Listen, <laughs> you and me both. And, and people, oh, I'll make you think you're fine. Actually, I do. I know I'm fine. Yeah. I done put this work in. Y'all right, eating biscuits and dipping in the syrup? Yeah, <laughs> I'm eating quinoa and kale. Absolutely. Because I want to glow up. And dipping
0: I'm your tenders and in your water. pasta.
2: And, and dipping fried tenders in pasta. Not acid again. I might try it one day. <laughs> 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 what? She might be on
1: <laughs>
2: Absolutely not But you can't be afraid You can't be afraid to glow up And be the best version of yourself And and want to do better And want to be better Because you can literally do anything that you put your mind to yeah. If you want to do it And the glow up is real, it's going to be televised what And you have you the power, again, it? to be anything that you want to be And it's just up to you to do it So I think those are like my key things That my 20s have taught me I'll be 30 next year <sighs> Woo. Yes, um, and another thing is, don't be so quick—not so quick to grow up—but don't use your age as like a as like a timeline for something. Okay. Everything happens when it's supposed to. Because I'm sure what? How old are you? Twenty? You twenty-two? How old are you? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. When I was twenty-two, twenty-four. Even I was sixteen. I was like, by the time I'm twenty-four, by the time I'm twenty-two, I'm gonna have a boyfriend. Twenty-four, I'm gonna be on my first baby. By the time I'm twenty-eight. <laughs> she be like, on my second, because my mom got married. My mom had me at 28. She had my big sister at 23. She was married at 22. I'm like, oh, I got to
0: i got to catch up.
2: Timeline. I'm 29, ain't got no man, ain't got no kids. At one point, I was like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing in my life? As if I don't have the rest of my life to live. So don't be in a rush to roll up. Everything's going to happen the way that it's supposed to, and don't give yourself a timeline. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Only time you should be on is God's, because he's already kind of mapped out our situation. Nothing is by coincidence. Yeah. Everything happens the way that it should, and everything will fall in the line. So don't let your age give you anxiety. Just live your life Just and be happy up. that you got some life because somebody wake up this morning.
0: Do you ever think that you ever felt like you squandered some of your youth?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, definitely when it comes to dating, I feel like I didn't date enough when I was young. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like I could have used that time to really... Um, date and not be a thought, but really get to know different types of people. Because mm-hmm. when you get older, it's like, oh, I feel like doing that. I don't want to date this type of man, that type of man. So mm-hmm. now I kind of have a type. But I feel like had I been younger, I wouldn't have a type. Because I would have dated different types different yeah. types of people to figure out yeah. what it they is that I like. do
1: The up-and-coming rapper, one, the corporate America. One
0: thing, um, you know, my, my friends and I, we talk about a lot is, is we've, you know, we... We all, you know, all, like I said, the three cats that live in this house, Alphas, Morehouse Grass, like, you know, we crossed Alpha Morehouse. So we understand that we're very, we're a very small minority. We're very, Absolutely. you know, we're, we, we're a commodity. Oh, yeah. And so we we always talk about how we feel black women, you know, especially college educated black women, they don't get, they don't have, you know, they, they just aren't as um, afforded. If they want to date a black man, they're not afforded the numbers that we as a black man oh, are afforded yeah. in terms of compatible partners. You oh, know, yeah. like if you say, like, I don't want to make, Do you have any um, graduate degrees?
2: I'm about to get into grad school.
0: Okay, well, let's say you, you complete your master, or you know, let's say you complete your PhD. And so, at one point, you know, like you as a black woman say, "Well, I don't want to date a man who doesn't have a master's or a terminal degree." Well,
2: I don't want to date a man without a degree. Now, yeah. So.
0: Okay. Well, now you know it's like. You know, fortunately, because of, you know, you know. The way it's set up. Yeah, the system. Right. There's not that, you know, the bro, the number of brothers that.
1: It's just that, like just dwindling down.
0: And then, you know, the brothers that are then single. Then those brothers that are. Heterosexual. Heterosexual. And then those brothers that are about something and, you know, spiritual or, you know, and, or they align with your, your views and your opinions. You know, the number, the number just, just keeps.
1: Cutting and cutting and cutting. Which isn't
0: necessarily a bad thing because all you need is one. Woo.
1: Woo. All I need is one. I'm the next Did Steve you. Harvey,
0: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: you need is one. Yeah. You know, even like dating in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, actually, just, I'm gonna let you. I had a friend, a coworker. Uh-huh. She was really from Chicago. Can't. She lived down here for a few years. Didn't have much dating. She left, went back to Chicago. She was like, I'm, I'm tired of dating scene here. I want to go back.
2: Is she single? She so. better be married. If she I think so.
0: I don't know. I ain't check up on.
2: Listen, the dating here is, is an interesting. Uh, dynamic. I mean, I've been on some dates with people. My, I think my issues, I meet people. I think a lot of men are like, they, they can be attracted to you, mm-hmm. but they can also be intimidated. I, I've had a boy tell me I was too much for him. Not too much, like, I asked too much but because of the way I carry myself. It's like Every time I see you, just do a lot. Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to come in with slides on? A t-shirt? So it's just like <laughs> you either got men that like you because you are too much, or you got men that like you but you too much, so they don't really know how they to handle They're not strong it. enough. So then you know, you kind of meet people like, oh, I really like you, but they're not ready. But they want to play, they want to keep like. They want
0: to hold you on reserve. Yeah, they want, they want, they want, You're on they reserve.
2: A, a little, a placeholder. Like, yeah, you know. Hold on, let when me. When I'm done, let me grow trash. up a little.
1: Let me grow up a little.
2: Oh, yeah. When I come back, sleeping with everybody. In the area, then I'm gonna
1: come, then I'm gonna come marry you. And and be I'm some. gonna
2: be spoiled, but I know you'll be clean. So I'm gonna bring
1: all my soul ties to you and I'm. To our you, memory. and I want you to. And I have, feel like black uh, women have to like dump themselves down. Like, okay, yeah, I have all these degrees, and I'm I'm from this area, and I have this money. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm making you comfortable because I don't want to make you feel like you're lesser than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And they're intimidated, and they you know maybe they don't make as much or something like that. Like. And it shouldn't have to be that way. But like you said, you guys are a commodity. Y'all can come. Oh, she got to have 20-inch yeah. waist a lot. and 40-inch hips and do a handstand while cooking breakfast. And you can find that. And she's like, I'm here. Pick me Twitter. I can do all those things. <laughs> and then we sitting here with the bottom of the barrel, you know, all you with a... somebody with a degree. And then we got, you know, he got, corny, he corny got five... was, over here. Hey, don't
0: don't. But hey, you know? a lot <laughs> of sisters have... Have found their blessings in a corny brother. I'm going to just you know say what?
2: that. I could get, I could almost Not the good corny. With, he ain't got to be. He could almost be like slightly corny. He got to have like a little bit of sweat. You know how some people don't, like, they don't know they fine? Like he real well but okay,
0: That's he, how I was.
2: He don't really know he fine, but I'm going to take him. Because I know he loves God. He loves his mommy. He'll take his family. I'm
1: going to let out you, you have that I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> but
2: like, I could I do with that. But the thing is, I'm kind of, I'm also kind of, people don't think I'm low key, but I think. I'm,
1: I'm low key, friend? I'm, I'm listening,
2: friend. I think I'm kind of low-key, so I could deal with somebody that's low-key. Like, I would love to date a man. But let's go, let's go to the book, so let's go get a book. You want to get a book or A me? book. Hey, I'm not like, gay. So huh? like, I, could, I could be down for that. But also, you know, I want to club, be
0: down. He like a
1: little future. You know, he might make a little trick daddy, you know, but like, oh my God. He got a little... but you know, no man. I, I like people with different sides, you know, like... We didn't ask you. I'm just... De- <coughs> You know, Rodney, I'm about to hit you in this microphone stand because you are not going to do me like this. I'm being a part of the conversation. I'm going to treat you like the stepchild of this entire podcast. you, you right. you're, Are you witnessing this? Justice for Melanie. But, um, okay. but yeah, like, it's, you can stay in the house sometimes, but, like, we ain't going to stay in the house all the time. We're going to be, you gonna yeah. have to get some sunlight and some fresh air at one point. We're going to we, go
2: to Cheddar's and dip chicken fingers and pasta.
1: Yeah, that is a date. Split it. And, and then go do a little jog afterwards. You know, you got to got to balance it out. It's a cheat day. <laughs> cheat day. There you go. But, you know, that it
2: just comes to territory. I, I'm at a point now when it comes to me and I'm just going to trust God and hold his
0: unchanging hand. So, I got a question for you because I, I found myself um, asking myself this at one point. Like, it, it goes kind of with my other question. Like, do you ever feel like you wasted your youth? Like, one thing, there's a saying out there. It's like, youth is wasted on the young in terms of, like, our energy—we have all the energy in the world, but we're, it's not focused. It's not—it's not directed, and so it's kind of like, you know, a lot of times I'm like, man, I've got to do more to make an impact while I have this energy before I get older, and I have that family, and 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 you know, and, and I have that wife. That then they become my priority. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I'm like, I got a mentor. I got to start a podcast. I got to work out. I got to do this. You know, it's like, do you ever felt like maybe sometimes you overwhelmed yourself with that or you, you were just always kind of like, you know,
2: um, focused? Is, I feel like I don't do enough. Um, Still. I think if I've, I've done a lot, but I'm, I was like, well, what can I be doing? Yeah. Like, I have my moments of, I'm a Virgo, so I'm very moody. I get very like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to bed. I'm, putting the on. I'm, <laughs> gonna watch. I'm about to sit on here and watch Instagram. So sometimes I feel like I don't do enough, even though I've done a lot already. Um It's a, I, I try not to get stagnant or complacent. But I think as you get older, I think energy is relative. Like I think about one of my uh, pro fights. This lady is literally superwoman. And there's literally nothing that she doesn't do. She doing stuff. For HLN. she doing stuff for CBS, she got a nonprofit. she's doing stuff for the radio station, she's doing stuff for a talk show, she's a mom, she's got two kids, she's a wife, she going out with her friends. So it's just kinda like I don't think there's an expiration, they don't have any energy, it's all about prioritizing mm-hmm. and literally again putting your mind to what you want to do and setting goals. Yeah. And it goes back to having relationships with people. If you have a strong village of people, yeah, you know, where you lack, they'll help. Pull up with things that like, if you have you know a wife and kids, you know of course your wife will be there to take care of kids. So if your wife wanted to do something, let's say y'all business partners, you got her friend, Tisha that'll take the you know, take your sons. Why y'all go do this? So, yeah. You
1: know, it's always it's, the issue. It's
2: always it's it's all about you know renewing your resources and using them. But energy is something that you have you still have to like grow and cultivate, and you'll always have it. So mm. Even when I feel like God, I'm not doing enough, I have to find the energy to do it. Like today, I did my stuff for grad school. I, did some, I was on PTO, but I was still working private. Like, yeah, yeah. I was still like checking email and working on stuff. Or like, I want to work out. I had to make time to go work out. Like, yeah. I'm really big on work. I was like, okay, I got to get this 45 minutes in mm-hmm. to go run this two miles. So it's all about using your time. And it's, you can never do too much. It's never enough. Even when you think you're doing a lot, you can still do more. That's how I think about it. So... If I had to use my time wisely, I will be doing more, and I feel like there's so much for me to conquer that I still got, I got some time left in me to do it.
0: Okay. You know, and I guess that goes back to the, the conversation we had earlier about taking care of yourself. Yeah. You about know, we don't have them. to get old and decrepit and bad hips and all this if we eat properly, if yeah. we, you know, exercise and all
2: and that. I was thinking that. about Prince. Prince doesn't have an age. He just, he never told me we had an age. He didn't know what year he was born. He just, Prince, the Prince. You. I'm oh, just, God. I'm just I told people after third, I'm I don't have an age. I'm just existing. I don't have a birthday.
0: I'm the woman formerly known as Monique.
1: Yes. It's of Beloved. <laughs> they really took Prince. I can't believe that.
0: Yeah, no, they killed Prince.
1: It's tough.
0: They okay.
2: killed. Enjoy your 20s. You only get them once. I'm,
1: a, You know, I'm, I'm fresh in my 20s. It's, it feel, I feel so old. Like, I used to get made fun of. No, listen. I used to get made fun of for being the younger person in class. Yeah. And all all these years, and I skipped a grade, so I was six and what six and second, eight, seven and third, whatever. And I graduated at twenty one, and now it's like, wow, grand- you're ahead
0: think- of the yeah, you're ahead of the pack, right?
1: right I really time. am, and I, it feels good now. Like people still try to make fun of me for my age, and it's like we all grown now. First off, second off, I'm doing pretty darn good to be twenty two right. years old, you know. But and listen, the person you are at twenty two.
2: I look at pictures, I'll be like I just looked at pictures last night of my twenty fifth birthday. I was living in New York. I was thicker, I had a perm still. I was no, I had like a rap. I was like, Who is this person? I can't tell you who it is. I don't like the same people. I look at my ex boyfriends, I'm like, God, I dated them? Like oh I look at them God, too like that. Well, Oh my I just get sick in my stomach. I think about the clothes I, I just think about where my mind was, what my priorities were. I mean, even how I handled situations wow. and people and you won't by the time you get my age, you're gonna you're gonna be, I promise, a completely different person. Like I look at pictures, I just stare at them like she catch you really she loves me. Like, like, Why are you staring at your pictures? So I'm just like, I don't even know that person. Right.
1: I can't tell them. I can you know, it, I feel like that's part of the growth though. You're supposed to look at yourself. Not saying you're supposed to not know yourself, but Shouldn't you're supposed be to be able to yourself. look <laughs> at yourself and like and notice the, your own growth, like, Wow, look at me, huh. you know, oh I had a perm. Actually, this is like my napaiversary coming up. I haven't had a perm in five years. But even looking back at five years, like wow, look where I was. Like look, look. You can tell. You remember what you're going through and who you have relationships with, or what you know, what was on your mind. It's like wow, I'm so past that now. I'm so glad I was able to get through that. I was able to pray through that or grow through that. And it's it's a great feeling.
2: It really is. Yeah. I mean, I spent my birthday usually like, oh, I want a gift. I want that. I celebrated myself and I told myself I was like, if nobody don't come to dinner with me. I'm gonna go by myself. I'm just that confident. I will go to the SDK by myself and sit here and be just fine. Five years ago, oh my god, nobody wants to celebrate with me. But this year, I'm like, I'm comfortable enough in my own skin that I can. I'll do what I want to when I want, and I'm That's not right. afraid to do it by myself.
0: That's good, sister.
2: That's good. I'm
0: um, do you mind sharing your, your your Twitter's, your your Instagram, yes, your handles? And you have a podcast of your own? Yes,
2: I do have a podcast. I just uploaded an episode for Moments Mondays. It's uh, called Authenticate Yourself. But my podcast is called One More Minute. I'm on SoundCloud. How you spell it? Uh, one, uh, O-N-E, M-O-M-I-N-U-T-E, Minute. I'm you can look at the Strabble hashtag it. Moments Mondays. I'm all over it. My Instagram is Monificent11, M-O-N-I-F-I-C-N-T-11. Um, I also have a blog called The Single Black Female Project, where we chronicle the love, life, and relationships of the single black female. At SBR Project on Instagram. And you can log on and read our blog at sbrproject.com. So, I'm everywhere. Feel free to hit me up. My Twitter handle is... YouTube at coming soon? YouTube channel coming soon. So, be on the lookout for yeah. it. I'm trying to help people who are soul-searching. I'm trying to cultivate those people looking to get their souls fed a little bit. Okay.
1: From somebody that's already been through it. All
0: right. You have any bonnet wisdom for us? I was anything? just
1: going to ask you if you had a reflection. Um, I think... My bonnet wisdom, it kind of comes from what Monique said earlier about being yourself. Because, um, you know, me and Monique, of course, we're sisters, so we talk and we go what? Sim- I know, right? Like, same mama, same daddy. let's <laughs> not- get ahead of ourselves here. But, um, you know, same mama, same daddy. And, we, you know, we have the similar struggles because we have similar personalities and similar people around us and similar environments. But um, don't let somebody make you feel bad for being yourself. Like, people really try to bring you down, like, oh, you do this and you do that. But be yourself. Like, don't don't try to hide it. Don't try to change. Like, oh, you know what? They are kind of right. Let me, you know, like, if you're not hurting nobody, if unless you, like, just punch people in the face randomly, don't let nobody make you feel bad about it. And, Absolutely. Right. Be unapologetically you. Look at God. See, it out. I got it together. You know, got to do it. But, yeah, like, just be yourself and, you know, just. Try to make people's lives around you better. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, especially if that's what you, you want to do. Like, don't let anybody make you feel bad for doing that. If you're making yourself better, if you're making the people around you better, do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right.
1: That's a little body wisdom. Body
0: Boom. wisdom. Boom. Uh, my reflection um, this week. It uh, it actually hit me yesterday when I was in church. Um. So I this weekend my, this week I didn't do anything crazy actually. Um, I washed and folded all of my laundry, Look at which I was very I'm proud of. Yet, I was very proud of. I um, I cleaned up my room and you know vacuumed. I I scrubbed the the bathroom floor in here and I scrubbed the shower, got that clean. I went and took my car to get a car wash, and you know I was like you know proud. I was like oh man, you know like um, and then and then at church we had a uh, baby dedications, and was- um. You know, so they were dedicating the baby to the Lord, and, and of course, he brought up the scriptures, um, you know, train up a child in the way, and he won't depart from it, um, you know, when they're older. And it just made me think of all the things my family has instilled in me. It was like, Mm -hmm. you know, my parents would have loved when I was, you know, 16 if I would have washed and folded all my clothes. Now, I've been washing my clothes since I was, like, 12. But folding them, you know, you got a clean clothes basket and all that. You stand in
1: that corner. You're right, right, right. And you, Until you, they dwindle design, because right. you've been living out of it for like right, a week. You go pick, I need this
0: sock. I, dang, I, all right, I got, okay, this shirt, I got to go. And, you know, like um, my grandmother, she was, uh, she was basically like a nanny for us. I don't want to demean it to that, but she, you know, she took care of my younger brother and I, and she would come out and wash and fold and, like, iron our clothes and then hang them up, you know, so – she she was, you know, a wonderful woman. She she taught me, you know, about cleaning and, you know, like she would instill cleanliness in, in me. And so it's like, and then, you know, I went and got my car washed. My dad is always, you know, he's been begging me since I had his old car to just, you know, take care of my, my car and, and all this. And, and so for me to go and do those things, it's like now that I'm an adult and I'm kind of of age and I'm living on my own, it's like those things that they've been trying to instill in me for years, they've actually been there. It just didn't come out until, you know. Mm. I was on my own. And so it's... On your own. You know, on my grown. And and then, you know, just every day I say something, I do something, I act like my father. You know?
1: I was going to say that. It's funny how growing up, like now that you're older, you, you started doing things like, I'm acting just
0: like... Yeah, you know, you, you catch yourself old. like, I can't believe I didn't say... This used to make me so mad, you Right, know? you
1: start acting just like them, but you really begin to appreciate it. Like, yeah. Like I... I haven't. I told my mom, like, I really appreciate how you and dad did such a great job with us. Like, yeah. just looking at how other people were raised and how other people turned out and how other people's parents parented mm-hmm. them. And it's just like, I'm so grateful for Mike and Sharon for the things that he did for me, Melissa and Monique, because it made us the woman we are today. Like, we're, you know, we're all successful young women. Like, yeah. you know, we have our lives somewhat together for the most part. And, you know, we just... We're just products of, you know, my parents how hard they worked and it coming from their backgrounds how they're like, oh, you know, I want my children to be raised this way and just it just shows the importance of marriage and you and know what and who you procreate with yeah like you know everyone's parents aren't married and they're not saying that if your parents aren't married then you won't be great but yeah. just you know knowing who you procreate with and how you choose to raise your children and what you choose to instill in them yeah. and how important that is when they get older just things that they told me even when I was you know three years old and four years old. Here, you know, 18, 20 years later, I'm still remembering those things and what I saw my parents do and how that's made me the woman that I am today. Grant, yeah. I'm still not great. Grant, I still don't wash my, I mean, fold my clothes as soon as they come out the dryer. No, no, this was an anomaly of a week. You <laughs> <laughs> know, like, you know what? I would just tackle. Yeah, no, life.
0: I had to say, I ain't going to do nothing else <laughs> but wash and fold these clothes. But, but like you said, I'm appreciative of my parents because it took many a whooping. It took many, many of, many of a, a, a repeating themselves. It took many of a, I'm not going to play this with you for those things to get instilled. But I'm so glad they never gave up mm-hmm. and I'm so appreciative mm-hmm. for them. And so, you know, it's like, you know, I, I encourage everyone to appreciate their parents, whether that you think they did the best they could, whether or not, you know, like they loved you and they did what they knew at that time. But I'm appreciative right. of everything my parents didn't instilled in me. And it's funny seeing it grow up because it, it, I don't depart from it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just like the scripture says, so.
1: That was my nice. reflection. That was a good reflection. Right. Go cool. ahead. You know, <laughs> probably, you know, you know I take my high five back because you tried me earlier. Man. <laughs> but I wanted to do this little thing. Um, I'm going to ask Twitter this question. I have my Twitter questionnaires every Tuesday at noon. Yeah,
0: follow um, Melanie at
1: And Leave It Up to Mel on Twitter. on Twitter. Well, by the time this, you probably listen to, this, to the questionnaire. Probably going to be out already. But whatever. Um, my questions when it was going to be for you too. I'll answer it too. But If you could go back and tell your 19-year-old self one thing about your 20s, what would it be? Just one sentence, maybe, just... I guess, I mean, my 19-year-old self was like two and a half years ago, so I guess I can't... Mine would be, don't be afraid to live a little.
2: Okay. Because when I was 19... YOLO. I was such a prude. Oh, my God, I'm not going to do that. Oh, my God, I'm just... Oh, my God, my parents want me to do that. I'm not going to... Now I'm just like, I wish I'd been like, Ben, girl, if you don't get out here and mm-hmm. live, shake a little something, stay out all night, go to a party, like th- those that's what I would tell myself. Mm-hmm. Just thaw out. Don't be such an ice queen. Thought out a little bit. Go okay. have fun. Live a little Thought out.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thaw, not thought. Uh, okay. I was about to th- say
0: thaw you thought out a little, you know. I heard
1: thought out and I was like, All right, live your truth
2: girl. <laughs> <laughs> go,
0: go ahead. Don't let them slut shame you. <laughs>
1: Oh, T-H-A-W. Okay. Thaw out like the chicken on the counter. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that your mom told you to put out it. <laughs>
0: put
1: <some devil laughs> that right? you, you Oh, it. my. God. <laughs> you hit a garage opening. But, um. okay, Rodney.
0: I was 19 five years ago. Um, I would say don't chase perfection and um, prepare for a shift. I think, you know, it's like um, it's some things I've been told all my life that I thought they were going to lead in one direction Mm -hmm. as I'm growing up and I'm kind of connecting with some other people. I think God is telling me it's going in another direction and it's a direction like I'm not so certain of, it's not what I would have chosen, Mm -hmm. but the more I kind of embrace it, like, you know, like this part of this is a, this podcast is kind of a result of me like leaning towards, you know, where I think God really wants me to go. Mm -hmm. And the more I do it, the more I get comfortable in it, and then I look, up, I'm like, "All right, guys, you you really trying to have me go down there?" And I'm, and, and, you know, it's like the more I embrace it, the better, it, the better it feels, and it's not as, as scary as I thought it would be. So, yeah, don't chase perfection and and, and prepare for a
1: shift. That's good. Um, well, I've only not been 19 for two years, so, <laughs> um, but I guess just thinking of what I went through in 19 and what my little head was at, just. Um, I think I would tell myself to not sweat it. Don't sweat it. Everything's going to be all right. You know, things I really freak out about or really care about, everything's going to be all right. And um, I guess a little tidbit of my bond wisdom, too, is just don't sweat people, you know, trying to make you feel bad for being yourself. Oh, you this, oh, you that, you think you this, or even you think you're trying to be your sister or whatever. I feel like Like I always... Yeah, people have said that to me. People say, Oh, you, the ugly sister, you're not as good as your sister. I'm like, First off, I'm far from a Solange or anything. What? Like, I feel I'm like sure. me and my sisters, we're alike because we're sisters, first off. That's why we act alike. But we're totally different people. So I feel like people compared me to them a lot, especially when I was like 18, 19, and my first couple of years of college, and uh, the whole growing out of being Monique's little sister or Melissa's little sister and being Melanie. Yeah. So that was a lot, I had to deal with that. So... Just, be like, be yourself. Because
0: all y'all went to the same middle, college.
1: Yeah, we same all went to the same college. Same chapter. Same. Chapter. Mm, same mm. Um, if I was I was J school for a minute, so I guess same major, too. So I was definitely being compared to them all the time. Yeah. And not that it really, you know, bummed me out or anything. I was just like, oh, I ain't going to be Monique Little Sister too much more. Like, even to this day, oh, you Monique's? I'm Melanie, actually. So I don't really know who. Or people will call me Monique. I'm like, I don't know who that is, so I'm going to need you to.
0: She's not here right now.
1: So I'm going to need you <laughs> to get some Melanie So, yeah, so just be yourself and brand yourself. I wish I would have done something like this when I was 19. Because I never – I wouldn't be here, granted. But I always – I was like, I need somewhere – I'm a trash talker. It's what I do. I come from a, a long line of trash talkers. Both mm-hmm. sides of the family, like both my grandmas, talk trash. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. And one curse like a sailor. Like a sailor. So I'm like, this is in my bloodline. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm like a Charlemagne. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a talk. You're not new to this. You're true to this. Right. I'm like a Charlemagne. Wendy Williams. Those are like a two people I really look up to. And they talk trash. They a holes. And that's fine. Like I. And one day I'm gonna get paid to do that just like them. And. I wanted to brand it, but I didn't know exactly what to do. I, I wish I would have thought of a podcast, or I never could really get my YouTube off the ground. I was really talking, like, instructional videos. But, yeah, just to brand myself and just be myself, I feel like I can just be famous for being Melanie.
0: Well, you have yeah. to discover who Melanie is first before you can be famous for being Melanie. So it, it right. takes
1: time. I mean, time. I could be famous for the Melanie I am now, but once I really, really find Melanie, okay, I I really...
0: It's a wrap. Alright, well this was a, a very productive episode, Monique. I'm so glad for you uh so joining us. Um thanks
2: for having me anytime. No, no,
0: bring no, her
1: back. Me. How'd you get here? You can walk home.
0: <laughs> so I mean They were an hour late.
1: <laughs> oh, like you were last week?
0: I was thirty minutes.
1: when I was sitting here twiddling my thumbs? Thirty. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: 30.
1: Oh, just okay, oh, cool.
0: Alright, get in the call. We gotta go,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, Bye people.